has a dream. We all desire truth, justice, peace, love, and joy. And yet life rarely plays fair, nice or clean with our hopes and dreams. In the Old Testament, a man named Joseph discovered that palace dreams also mean pits and prisons, trouble and tragedy, regrets and repentance. Welcome to his story. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come, Pharaoh and all of his officials were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this. Load your animals and return to the land of Canaan, and bring your father and your families back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you can enjoy the fat of the land. Never mind about your belongings, because the best of all Egypt will be yours. So they went up out of Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive. In fact, he is a ruler of all Egypt. Jacob was stunned. He did not believe them. When they told him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts Joseph had sent to carry him back, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. And Israel said, I'm convinced. My son Joseph is still alive, and I will go and see him before I die. Genesis 45, 16-20, 25-28. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed And then one day he was shooting at some food And up through the ground come a bubbling crew Oil, that is, black gold, Texas tea If you want to meet the original Beverly Hillbillies, you only have to read about Joseph's family. These Canaan rednecks won a lotto ticket for an extreme life makeover thanks to brother Joseph. Like the Clampets, the family of Jacob, now 66 in number, were backcountry folk who lived off the land and smelled of sheep dip, desert dirt, and old sweat. Jacob's clan was from the wrong side of the country. They were uneducated, unrefined, and definitely uncouth. If it weren't for Joseph, they'd never get past the bellhop, let alone meet personally with a pharaoh. Like most life stories, Jacob's family would be lost to history if it hadn't been for Joseph. How many other desert folk starved in that famine? Without Joseph, this family of mischievous malcontents might be a mere historical footnote at best. With Joseph, their front-page news and biblical legend. The family Jacob, also known as Israel, moved to Goshen, which was choice Egyptian real estate. Consequently, they got the royal treatment. Egyptian spas, prime parking, front row seats, posh parties with paparazzi, wake-up calls, and maid service. Life is a curious thing, really. It's unpredictable. Like a snake on the loose, you can't guess its next move. It could slither away harmlessly after devouring the rats in your pantry, or coil to bite you hard on the heel just for spite. Life doesn't always rhyme with reason. Fortunately, Joseph discovered the secret of life is patient persistence. Not giving up, going down, or growing bored. It's plowing forward even when the ground is solid stone. It's a belief in resurrections even when hope is dead. It's praying for dawn through the deep darkness of the night. God gives every person a unique path to walk. Some enjoy years of blessing and bounty, living well and loving full. Others endure times of torture and testing, surviving lean and struggling mean. Everybody has their story. You may be a victim or a victor, it doesn't matter. You may be a pauper or prince, redneck or white collar, cash strapped or money magnet. 
in the end, nothing matters except who you know. Joseph went from prison to palace writing coincidence and contacts. Jacob went from famine to feast on the back of family and faith. Even Pharaoh survived political disaster through working his address book. It's all in who you know. So who do you know? The truth is you only need one name to win in life. Go ahead and look it up. It's filed under G. I like to think we're all just hillbillies heading to heaven. We're just poe folks living for our daily bread. Someday in this life or the next, our ship will sail. And if you know the captain, it'll be a blessed bond voyage. Heavenly hillbillies recognize temporary troubles can't trump the eternal benefits. We may be riding in a rental lemon, but one day we'll soar on a chariot of fire. We may dwell in a sagging shack, but one day we'll reside in a mansion of many rooms. It's all about perspective. The story of Joseph is pretty much over now, as is this podcast. <laughs> he brings his father and family to Egypt to live the good life. It's an extreme family makeover. His father will die, as will Joseph in Egypt. The family inheritance and Joseph's memory will last several generations, but eventually will perish in the hot sands of time. Nevertheless, his story is a cherished biblical episode for those who think life can't get much lower. It's a clarion call for patient endurance. It's a revelation of hope for those in pit or prison, poverty or pestilence. It's a beacon of light for those walking in the dark shadows of doubt, discouragement, disillusionment, disease, or death. So vow to keep hope alive, my friends. Dare to dance when the flute is silent. Dare to dream when all you see are nightmares. For all things really do work for good to those who love God. It's Joseph's story in a nutshell. It's my story in real time, and I hope it will be yours too. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Joe and all his kin. And I'd like to thank you folks for kindly listening in. You're all invited back again to journey in my shoes and to have a heapin' helpin' of another timely muse. God moments, that is. Set a spell. Take your souls off. Y'all come back now, you hear? If you've enjoyed this broadcast, I hope you'll become a part of the Mana family and sign up today to receive our inspirational resources and mailings. At Mana Educational Services International, we work hard to inspire, insight, ignite your church, school, or organization's teachers, leaders, and parents. You can sign up and learn more at www.manasolutions.org.